0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. That site has been around in a variety of different forms since 1996, and you can read over 4,000 of my written reviews there anytime. Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. I also want to remind you that I do a companion podcast to this one. It's called Around the World in 80s Movies, where I cover films, of course, of the 1980s. Just do a search for Around the World in 80s Movies wherever you're listening to this right now and you'll probably find it. Today, I'm going to be looking at a documentary that is still kind of around in theaters right now. However, it is on VOD, which is where I caught it. It is called Won't You Be My Neighbor? It examines the life and work of Fred Rogers, also known as Mr. Rogers for most people. Mr. Rogers was the creator and star of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood appeared on public television, PBS specifically, from the years 1968 to 2001. Mr. Rogers invited children to come into his home, he sang them songs, he made them feel safe as he imparted life lessons, and then sometimes he would whisk them off to the land of make-believe in order to further explore metaphors of understanding before he saw them off to the rest of their day. Rogers followed the career path to television as an alternative to pursuing his Presbyterian ministry, primarily because he perceived that the level of silly and, to some degree, harmful entertainment that feeds the minds of youth on television was contributing to this culture of uncaring and self-centered youth who were seen only as vessels toward whom to sell their consumer products— Rogers felt that television could also be used as a medium in which he could do the most good if he were to use it as an educational and an inspirational tool, especially in entertainment, that he felt could best shape the minds of future generations to come. Now, Mr. Rogers' show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, is all about providing a feeling of safeness to the children in his audience to explore their feelings and to feel safe in dealing with those feelings, even if they are difficult to sort out. Many of the lessons of the show dealt with being proud of who you are, and also in being accepting of others for who they are, especially those who may look or talk or believe differently than the person watching. And some of the shows even dealt with the subjects of death, including assassinations and national tragedies that children may have heard about on the news that caused them some severe discomfort and fear. Sometimes Mr. Rogers would even challenge the political sphere. He created scenarios that explored the ways to fight the forces of bigotry and mistreatment of people with disabilities, often derided by adults around them, because that may be what they themselves were taught to do when they were children. Now, many parents don't ask children to express those inner feelings aloud, and they certainly don't get to do that while watching typical Saturday morning cartoons or among their peers who are also in the same boat of unexpressed channels for their emotions— So Fred Rogers, often through the use of puppet surrogates, managed to forge a connection to the young eyes that were watching him. And he used that connection to deliver healing and reassuring messages that gave great comfort and also stability in this chaotic world that surrounded most of the children watching. Morgan Neville is the director of this film. He gained a number of accolades for his excellent documentary called 20 Feet from Stardom. That was a film I was very high on at that time. He delivers a very thoughtful and powerfully emotional two-hour look at the significance of an important man in the lives of many of us in our most formative of years. I was one of them. Interviews consist of some of the cast, some of the crew that worked around Rogers, as well as Rogers' wife, his children... All of them paint a picture of a caring man who sometimes had to battle great odds in order to maintain that connection with this audience who could not get an outlet from seemingly any other source. Now, there aren't a great deal of controversies to explore from within Fred Rogers' life, but the film does find conflict with his own artistic control of his own show, as well as having to fight for funding for PBS with Congress, as well as dealing, at least at the end of his life, with a form of media that would end up blaming Rogers, right-wing media blamed Mr. Rogers and his philosophy that every life is special as teaching kids the wrong things. You shouldn't be teaching every kid that they are special. You should only praise someone for exceptional achievement. That's what you would hear on Fox News, at least in the early 2000s. Now, this documentary uses archival footage of the show as well as present and past interviews to paint the portrait of Fred Rogers as a healing and a comforting force for young children, especially during turbulent times that may have occurred within the nation. While many may have initially dismissed his show as well-meaning but likely to be a very fruitless endeavor, Fred Rogers managed to make that connection with the children in the audience to the point where they would actually line up around the block just to come see him in a public forum. To many of these children, Rogers was more than a TV personality. He was a friend. He was a confidant. He was a key person in their lives at a point where they did not understand the adult world around them. And that adult world didn't seem to understand them in return. But Mr. Rogers understood. Now, more trivial things are addressed within the film that colors even Rogers as human. He had his own flaws, his own idiosyncrasies. He had an obsession with the number 143... If you take the 1, 4, and 3, that's the count of the letters within the phrase, I love you, 1, Roger Rogers strove every day to maintain his weight at exactly 143 pounds. He was really governed by that number. He had to address rumors of either being gay, maybe somehow kind of predatory in his inclinations, that's actually something he tackles here, some of those archival interviews, those things of course are refuted, however there is this interesting anecdote that does emerge on how Fred Rogers dealt with the knowledge that one of his cast of actors on the show was gay, and how he coped with his own internal struggles, and then eventual acceptance of the person for who they are, taking his own life lessons into account, it's one of the most touching stories within a very affecting film. And just as mr rogers served for many people as this balm of healing during turbulent times in their childhood so too does the documentary won't you be my neighbor serve as a gentle reminder of the power of civility of kindness of compassion respect self-worth and of understanding especially in how we conduct ourselves in front of our children as well as in front of our peers and just like mr rogers himself would promote This documentary provokes us to thoughts and emotions that may sometimes be uncomfortable to deal with, but we appreciate the connection to this friend whose voice continues to be an essential life preserver in our troubled times. I'm giving Won't You Be My Neighbor four stars out of four. Four stars on my scale means that I think that this is an excellent movie. I think everybody should see it. If you've ever seen Mr. Rogers in your life, If he was ever a part of your childhood, I urge you to seek this one out. It's on VOD right now. You can watch it in the comfort of your own home. Won't You Be My Neighbor is the name. There's nobody I wouldn't recommend this to. It is a great documentary. I really enjoyed it. And it gave me a lot to think about afterward about what we're missing, I think, in public discourse these days, especially on television. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button and you'll continue to get all my podcasts as they come out. As far as what I'm going to be doing on the next episode, I think I'm going to go catch the film called Searching because I heard a lot of great things about it, and I'll be bringing you that review on the very next episode. Until then, thanks, and please enjoy your time. Anytime you either go to the movies or you catch a movie on VOD at home, what better way to make that connection with Mr. Rogers than right there in front of your TV like you did when you were a kid?